everyone, welcome back to Young and Wifed Up. This is Marcella. And I'm Gabby. And thanks for joining us this week for another episode. If you want to catch up on our past episodes, head to youngandwifedup.com. Also, for any resources that we link today. <laughs> sorry. What? I feel like I feel like I was like, hi, everybody. <laughs> Can you talk? Do you want to redo it? Or do you want to just keep chugging along? <laughs> like, what do you want to do? just keep okay so what's next (laughs) so you should totally join our facebook group because it's awesome we have like super fun polls that we that we do on a weekly basis depending on our episode we also um have a homemaking fails weekly thread where your guys's homemaking fails stories get featured on the podcast every single week so if you ever want to join in participate um, be a little bit more involved in the podcast. The Facebook group is a is a really great way to do that. I agree. Okay, so I'm I don't know why I'm like <clears throat> I could not find Excuse the poll me. from this week. Anyway, so how are you doing? <laughs> it is your birthday today. It's my birthday today. You are twenty four. Regular old Thursday. Regular old Thursday, but not really. We had some breakfast from. Oh Easy yeah, it Egg. was bomb. Yeah, if you're local to the AV, go to Easy Egg Cafe. Ooh, free plug. Free plug. Look you're at that. welcome, Easy Egg. <laughs> no, we really love it, and we live like right next to it, so it's really convenient to yeah, just go bomb. pick up some really good breakfast. Yep. But other than that, what's been going on with you besides turning another year old? Another year old. Another I don't know. Year old. Um well, I I got a ninja foodie. <laughs> Bless. I picked out all of my own presents and literally nothing is a surprise to me. I feel like that just sort of happens when you become an adult. I honestly prefer it because then like you know I get coming. exactly what I want instead of getting things that I don't need or right. want. <laughs> yeah, if you're like very specific about your request then yeah. Sometimes I like to be surprised, but I don't know, something about like having my heart set on something and then getting the satisfaction of not having to buy it myself. I like surprising other people, but right. I don't think I prefer to be surprised myself. I you think know? that's fair. Yeah, that's a fair. That's a- anyway, <laughs> so I don't know. We may have to put a thread up on the Facebook group for you guys to give me your best instant pot slash air fryer recipes. Yes. That would be a really great That'll be a conversation great starter. Yes, you should do we'll that. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about so, you? What's been going on with oh you? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I'm like trying to think back on my week. We we were in Placerville, Sacramento area. Placerville. Placerville over the weekend. So we were four days we were out there. So I feel like I'm super messed up. I keep forgetting what day it is. And then we're leaving for another trip to South Carolina next week. So we're just going to be gone Ooh. a lot. And so because of that, I feel like I... I'm not very organized right now, and I don't know. I'm just like a little bit of a fish out of water. But something really cool that happened is we got new couches. And Oh, yeah. I haven't even seen them yet. They're so perfect. So listen, we when we got married, we got all hand-me-down furniture. They were all gifts. Same. They were all secondhand. Same. And we were so blessed because we fully furnished our house without buying a single furniture item it was so 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 cool huge blessing but i think by the time we got those couches we were the third family to be the owners of the couch so 
They, we've had them for almost three years and they started to break like the reclining functions. They're kind of dirty and you know, they just start to lose their spark <laughs> after a few years. So, and who knows, I don't even know when they were purchased the first time because again, we were the third family to have yeah. them. So we decided to invest in some really nice new couches and we got like a love seat and a sofa and they all recline and it was an investment, but I'm so glad we did it. It totally has elevated our living room and it's so comfortable. So I'm really excited. And we're going to have clean. to go over there. So yes. like, I just want to sit, on sit your butt on my couch, man. Come if guys, anybody that's listening, <laughs> if you want to come sit your butt on my new couch, like I'll give you a coffee, a tea, like let's <laughs> chat on the new couch. Like I'm trying to think of any reason to sit on it. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I'm doing everything possible to sit on that couch. (laughs) So anyway, that's the newest thing. And that's really exciting, though. Like, I would be stoked about having a new couch. It's it's really cool. And Ryan and I were like a little intimidated because we've never bought furniture Furniture, like that before. Like, we've invested in like a nice desk, standing desk for Ryan for work. But that was more out of a necessity and... It was kind of in the panic of like working from home. So it was kind of frantic and he enjoys it and he uses it all the time, but we've never like consciously like sat down and be like, let's go ahead and buy this together. And so it was yeah. really exciting. And we we went and we sat on all, all the couches to see what we liked. And we had our, we had our heart set on this particular one. And then we sat on it in the store. We were like, this is it. This is our couch. So that's so cool. I'm super jealous. <sighs> Well, your new couch but also you have a house that's so true i feel I like if I anybody win. should be jealous it should be me <laughs> which i am <laughs> but so but, but yeah. okay the couch that we have we actually bought from the people who lived here previously because our couch that one that we had the apartment was also a hand-me-down right from jed's parents who knows how long they had that thing for it was a futon <laughs> and i got like this really nice you remember that gray cover that i yes. got for it it was so nice but you know just furniture just it breaks down you use yeah. it all the time like so when we moved we were like we just need to get rid of this thing so we ended up purchasing the couch that was here and it's kind of small like it probably only seats like three people comfortably and we have zero seating besides that like in the living room we have we yeah we just have the couch and then the the little poof on the floor it works i mean it's not like you ever have any people over besides us anyway so it I, but really i think matter. that's a reason why i don't have people over because yeah. i'm like where are they gonna sit like we have stools like at their at the bar and then we have like dining room chairs or whatever yeah. but i don't know i want you know what i want i want a big cloud sofa yes those look so but a cool. dupe because the real one's like 10 grand and yeah, no thank no you way. might as well buy a new car <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> might as well put a down payment on a house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like seriously, I would rather like. But there's go some on really and... nice dupes that I've seen. Oh, that same. are like yeah, yeah, yeah. a quarter of the price. Yeah, it's still I, an investment. I but... think the the originals from Restoration Hardware. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that one's like ten to twelve grand, which is absolutely absurd. <laughs> I don't know why anybody would actually. <laughs> Hey, I don't Unless it. you got money to burn, then honey, but go for it. But even still, like, if the dupe is just as good, why? That's true. It's just like, it's like, it's like, motto an, for it's most like a things. name brand furniture thing. Yeah. It's like you got the name. Yeah. But that's about it. Anyway. Wow. We're really. We're super off this. track. Okay. So why don't we take a commercial break and we can start our topic. 
I don't know about you, but I'm always on the hunt for a convenient shopping experience. However, too much of the stuff we buy today is made without any thought of how it will affect our families and the world tomorrow. What if there was an all-around better way to shop, with the convenience that we all want and the confidence that everything is made, packaged, and shipped sustainably? Earth Hero is exactly that. Earth Hero is a one-stop shop for all your sustainable and eco-friendly products. They have so many products, ranging from beauty supplies, cleaning products, homeware, clothing, baby essentials, and so much more. Join us today on our sustainable journey by using promo code YOUNGANDWIFEDUP for 10% off your entire purchase. Make sure to click the Earth Hero link on our website at youngandwifedup.com to start shopping today. Okay, so I'm really excited about today's episode. And I don't even know, sometimes we can get in these ruts where we don't really know what to talk about. But I was like looking at different lists on Google of like different fun um, podcast topic ideas, just because we were kind of in a little bit of a rut. And we have a lot of plans for like the big, big ones that we want to make. But since we are so busy, we don't have too much time right now to do a whole lot of research later on later on but but we're really excited to talk about love languages today and love languages are based upon the five long love languages book by gary chapman and have you read it i have me too i think do i have it i have it now or i used to have i used to have a physical copy i think i read the whole i read the whole thing like back in high school i think yeah i think that's when i think i was just out of high school when i when i started reading it and um it's really cool like i think that the love languages are a great tool to have to know to know how we show love and express and how we can express how we desire to receive it so so let's get into it. Um, even though, like I said, the love languages are a fantastic tool. I don't, I mean, I think there is, because I think Gary Chapman is a Christian. I don't know what flavor of Christian, but you know. <laughs> but but I feel like because of that, there is a lot of like really good, like biblical like reasons. It's extremely practical. Very practical. So even though it's not the end all be all of love and gra- gratitude, it's still like a really good tool to use. And just because somebody, something is low on somebody's list of love language doesn't mean that we should ignore that um, part. So for example, if somebody's um, l- least received love on words of af- affirmation, it doesn't mean that they don't want to hear that they're loved or that you're proud of them or grateful all the time. You know what right. I mean? Like it just means that that's not exactly what's on the forefront of their mind when they think of receiving love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so let's get into it. So Marcel, can you read to us what the five la- love languages are just in case there's somebody out there that is not familiar with them? Yeah. So um, like you said, there's five of them and it goes physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time and receiving gifts. And obviously I feel like within each one, there's like a lot of things that can yes. kind of branch mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So even like somebody could be receiving gifts as a love language, but it also can be their love language to give gifts. So even though those are two different things, like who knows mm-hmm. how it makes that person feel. Yeah. Um, the gratitude that they have when they receive and give gifts. So really quick, let's talk about our results. And we'll go ahead, if you haven't taken the test in a long time, 
or if you took it when you were single, but now you're married or anything like that, we're going to post the two different tests in the links for the show notes today. So one test is for spouses for married people. And then the other test is it says it's for singles. But what it really means, it's your expression of love to towards family and friends Mm -hmm. and receiving love from family and friends. Mm -hmm. So what is your um, results? Oh, okay, yeah. For let me hang on. Let me pull your it up. Spouse I have my screenshot love here. Love languages. Now remember this: when you take the quiz, it only covers how you receive how love, you receive but not it. how you give yeah. love, which may be different. Mm-hmm. So, um, start okay. with your lowest percentage and work your way up. Are we doing the spouse one? Yeah. Okay. So my lowest one is for um like like romantically is 13 percent, which is words of affirmation which is kind of interesting that is very interesting and then my fourth ranking one is physical touch at 17 percent, and then i have acts of service which is at 20 percent, receiving gifts at 23 percent, and then quality time is at 27 percent. now i asked jed about this when did we do the quiz? A couple days ago? Yesterday. Or no, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So two days ago. Because we're recording this on Thursday. So I asked Jed that evening after you left, mm-hmm. after I like retook the quiz, because my, my results are different than they were like a few years ago. Um, so I hear my son. Uncle Ryan. No, yeah, wait a little bit. <laughs> Mom's now. Um, anyway, he, I put him down for a nap a little bit ago so we can get our stuff done. Um, so I like, I asked him, I was like, okay, what do you think my love languages are now? Because they've changed like since we first got married Mm -hmm. and he actually didn't do too bad. He got, he was like, I know for sure your top one is quality time. And I was like, wow, I was like, that's right. And then I think he said like, Words of affirmation was the second one, which is my lowest one. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. So you couldn't care less if he said, I love you. I'm but, just kidding. But the thing is, okay, what's really funny, the day the day before, or no, a couple days before, so like on Sunday, we went out and we like got boba or whatever, and um, he was waiting for our drinks. I was in the car with Seth, and he was waiting. He like went in to order our stuff and while he was waiting he like sent me like all these really long like really sweet texts and i was like oh that makes me so happy that's really sweet but then i'm like how did words of affirmation end up like at the very bottom well it's not that it's not important to you i just feel like it's not on your priority list right yeah 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 so in general it's like i would rather this and that and you'll see when you take the quiz it gives like two different options and you choose between the two and that's kind of how they get your results yeah but um yeah i thought that was really interesting so it again it just goes to show just because something ranks at the very bottom it doesn't mean they're not going to appreciate totally that it just means that the big one is the one that we should really work on probably (laughs) Probably. the most yeah yeah I would okay, like about- I would like Judd and Ryan to re- to retake it as well, maybe because we're actually planning on interviewing them in a couple weeks for an episode. Maybe that would be a fun <gasps> thing right. for them I to tell us tell what Jed. theirs is. <clears throat> well, Jed, just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, so let me tell mine for my um, husband. So this is how I receive love, and <laughs> he would not be surprised. That my lowest one at 10% is physical touch. I believe that. 
That's my very lowest. And that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy like hugs and kisses from him or holding hands. It just means it's not really what I'm seeking. It's usually what he is seeking. And then I reciprocate because I know that that's the top of his Mm, list. mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Receiving gifts is the next one at 13%. Um, I feel like I like to give gifts more than receive them. I feel like I Mm. get more um, of like a high from that. And then 17% were- A high. A high. (laughs) Like a dopamine high, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the words of affirmation, 17%. And quality time is 20%, but 40% is acts of service with my husband. So that's pretty, that's a pretty big jump that's between huge. one and two. Yeah. So that is almost 50% is of acts of service. So you best believe, like, when Ryan goes out of his way to do things for me or like, or, or if I ask him to do something, he does it without, you know, making a comment or whatever. He just like goes and does it. That yeah. really like, oh, it makes me so happy and it makes me feel very, very loved. Or if he is doing something without me even asking him to do it and it's just a part of a routine for him, it really like, man, I can't even tell you. Right. And I think a lot of it has to do with, I because I do a lot, I work and then I'm also at home working on in the home i don't know like it it really blesses me when he goes out of his way to To take off some of that to take off some of the burden for me so and even things like putting gas in my car like that all that stuff just really blesses me so Mm -hmm. that is my primary love language acts of service so quickly can you tell me what your primary love languages are for friends and family yeah so i also took even though i married I still took this singles quiz because like you yeah. were saying, it's, it relates more to friends and family. Just because you're married, it doesn't mean you don't have friends or family anymore. <laughs> Sometimes it does, but you know. Ooh. Ooh. Anyways. <laughs> now this one is really funny. I was like dying laughing after I finished taking it and you were like, why are you like crying? <laughs> and I was like, this is so accurate. It's so scary. So my, <laughs> my bottom one, <laughs> my bottom one is um physical touch at zero percent so right. friends and family don't touch me get away <laughs> so i don't care if like jed is affectionate or like pda or whatever like i welcome that but like friends and family i'm like but you're not a hand holder in public absolutely or you don't want to snuggle up and on the couch no nope. your friend so friend. when we were younger <laughs> gabriella would chase me around the house to like force me to hug her and i never wanted to she would like suffocate me (laughs) (laughs) i think i more did that too to annoy you also probably but you knew how much i hated it yeah (laughs) yeah because you squirm so much (laughs) anyway what's the next one that was my bottom one and then (laughs) my next one is receiving gifts at 20 percent and then words of affirmation at 23 percent Acts of service, 27%. And then my top one, again, is quality time at 30%. Wow. Quality time is a big thing for your overall love language then. I think I think because now I have... It's so rare for me to get uninterrupted time with people because yeah. Seth is just... I mean, if you have young children, they're needing your constant attention. Yeah. So it's it when I do get that time to like have interrupted like quality time with people that I love, Jed, family, whoever, it's really, it's so rare for me. I think I just value it so much more now Mm. because I rarely get it. 
I so understand. totally i get lots of quality time with my son let me tell you <laughs> he's but just showing you love <laughs> i don't know if that's all the time <laughs> i, I wonder my son i wonder very what sets as a baby his love language is food <laughs> oh totally what would that be considered like re- receiving gifts, gifts? receiving and gifts food, of foods food. as a gift also i will say the receiving gifts part we were talking about like food could totally be a big one like oh, yeah. buying we'll people food we'll like totally i love when that. people like you guys got me breakfast today like that's so huge because i don't like usually breakfast for me is like on the back burner because mm-hmm. seth is so hangry in the morning so i like have to hurry up and You're make something him for a gourmet him. meal and then i'm like yeah i made a bowl of cereal like <laughs> It's, it's pretty lame. Anyway, food okay. is a big one for receiving gifts. Okay, what was yours for friends and family? Okay, so my bottom one is also physical touch. And I think that this has changed a lot because I'm married. I think before it would have been more, the high, a higher percentage. Mm. But because my husband's primary love language is physical touch, anybody touching me is <laughs> like, like I've, got, I've got my fill there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... But I feel like I still am a very affectionate person. But as far as me receiving, like, I just not really a cuddly person. I I think I was more when I was single. Hmm. And I think I am too with, I'm super cuddly with my nephew, like Seth. Like, I want to snuggle him all day long. But there's something different about that. You know what I mean? Our relationship is different. And then the next percentage is 17% for both receiving gifts and acts of service. Oh, so you had a tie. Had a tie. Huh. And then the next one is 27% words of affirmation. And then my top one is quality time as well at 33%. Wow. I really, really, really love. And my quality time is not necessarily like what you're talking about, because I feel like what you're talking about is the uninterrupted, very intentional quality time. But for me, I'm like... As somebody going shopping or running errands with me oh, or just I, like I do like that too. Being with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even like you and I just sitting at the counter like on our phones and like eating and like talking to each other every two minutes or whatever. Like that right. I like get filled up with being around people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there might be a slight difference between our quality time. I still love intentional un- uninterrupted time, but my favorite thing is when people are doing things with me. It's more like on the fly. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to go get or like I have or- I have a friend that comes over every Thursday and we talk at dinner when we when we cook dinner. But then, like, the rest of the time, we're playing video games and watching TV, and, like, I just love relaxing with her. So, even things like that, even though we're not, like, sitting and talking deep stuff, just having her around, like, it fills us up. And so... See, like, okay, so, like, something like that, I would consider as, like, uninterrupted, like, quality time. Really? Because for me, it's, like, if I'm if I'm able to be with the person without... And doing something together doesn't really mm-hmm. matter without having to be pulled away to do other things right i feel like that i like i i i think i would count that as like uninterrupted quality time okay so i kind of i think we're kind of in the same boat with cool. that yeah so i don't oh i burped <laughs> we just we just finished <laughs> breakfast and i had a lot of food because i was did so you hungry. have all your orange juice yes i did i need to finish mine i, like, oh, I should have put it in the fridge yes anybody who drinks like warm, warm room temperature orange juice gross get out so we're gonna talk about examples encouragement to anybody and to ourselves making this list really like got me thinking about 
um, other people and how I can be showing them love according to their love language. Yeah. Um, so we're going to give you guys some practical ideas on how we can show love to our loved ones um, with our husband and with our friends and family. So we'll give an example for each one. So why don't you and I go back and forth? Yeah, that's fine. And then we can just chime in with it whenever. So why don't you start with physical touch? Okay, so for family and friends, I mean, I don't know how much you can do. I think, like, if you have, like, young children or, like, um, I don't, I I think if you have, like, teen teenage kids, they probably wouldn't appreciate this. <laughs> but, like, or it just depends. You know what I would actually encourage if your children are old enough to have them take the quiz also that's what we did when we were younger it was really fun still living at home um i think that was probably really helpful for all of us um but we came up with like hugs and kisses i feel like that's kind of like i mean our family just kind of like we just kiss is just like a greeting like hello or goodbye like whenever we see each other yeah um i think we hug sometimes not a whole lot not like a full embrace i feel like no, I usually know, sometimes I, think I hug my dad the most. Me too. I think That's because so weird. I think because he's too tall for me to like <laughs> for me to like try to give him a kiss or something on the cheek. So, so we just I think he likes the hugs too. No, he's a hugger. Yeah. For sure. So um so there's that, and then also like we came up with <laughs> like what would you call this a comforting pat? It's, you know, like a little, a little. I'm patting Marcella's arm right now. <laughs> there, there. Like, oh, you know, there, there. I think, too, if you're having a deep conversation or a hard conversation, like sometimes putting a hand on somebody's arm or shoulder really gives yeah. them like assurance, especially if their love language is physical touch. They really right. do need that physical yeah. assurance. I, from the I people. know, like, when I've had like really like serious conversations maybe like very sensitive emotional emotional conversations with girlfriends i'll like hold their hand yeah i do that too or like put my arm around them yes yeah no i think that's helpful also doing that too also there um it helps your body self-regulate oh yeah yeah yeah. it Mm -hmm. really does and even to um I see that a lot, like when I'm when I'm working with my godson, for example, because he is a piano student of mine as well. He will, if I start to see him like get overwhelmed and and worried about something, I just put my arm around him and talk softly to him while I'm trying to help him calm down. And I see how quickly he de-escalates. Yeah. And so it's, I mean, obviously it's a tactic with children, but. I, I don't think that stops when you're an adult, like having, oh, no, totally having a comforting like hand on the arm or even whatever, obviously whatever you're comfortable with, you yeah. know, and whatever that person is comfortable with too. Yeah. Um, we should not be forcing physical affection on anybody, even, no, yeah. even when they're children. I'm a big um, like believer that we shouldn't be forcing our children to hug yeah. or kiss anybody. Like uh, to have autonomy over their, yeah, over their bodies. Yeah, because yeah. then that can be a really helpful thing for them so that they're not in a compromising position i agree yeah um so what what about our husbands which i would not be surprised if most of our husbands top thing was physical touch because men are more physically oriented it's just the way Mm -hmm. that god made them it doesn't mean that they don't want the other things but a lot of the time they are very physically oriented and that doesn't always mean sexual it could also mean like um just like uh what is it platonic touching you know what i mean like just like innocent yeah, yeah. innocent touching mm-hmm. non-sexual touching um so what do you think about that 
Um, well, like being close to them in public or even like if you guys are like at home, like at night, maybe sitting close to each other on the couch is like, yeah. you know, don't sit at the very ends, <laughs> like yeah. far away from each other. Yeah. Um, also, we were talking about like scheduling sex if you need to, like making it a priority. If it honestly is. That is like the best thing that I've ever that we've ever done for our marriage is to talk about when we're going to Mm -hmm. and like some people are like that's not romantic or whatever i'm like if you're busy people you know and for me as a non-physical touch person preparing myself mentally mentally, yeah like not like i have to (laughs) you know what i mean like it's not a a negative (laughs) thing you you guys know what i mean i don't have to over explain myself but not as like a negative way where i'm like oh i have to prepare myself to have sex no 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 it's not like that it's more like i'm i'm in a good mental space i can make sure that i'm ready for that that way i'm present with him and i can enjoy it and i'm not stressed right Uh you know what i mean so i and i think that when in our situation i think in a lot of people's situations um if we talk about it and we had we agree to like a time then they look forward to it and they're and then and then i can look forward to it too and they're not like oh when is it ever gonna happen or you know what i mean yeah and it makes it if we're if we're having a lot of conversations about sex with our husband and it's an open thing that we can talk about then i think our sex life is going to be a whole lot better yeah yeah and that, I mean, you you guys, you know, you lead busy lives. You don't have children. So it's not like, don't feel bad Yeah. if you feel like this is something that you need to do. And you're like, well, we don't even have kids yet. Maybe right, we're not even right. that busy. Like, yeah. that's still a way that it's you can practice. make it. Yeah, that's still a way you can make it I, a priority. Jed and I had to do that quite a bit after I had Seth. I mean, obviously after, you know, healing and everything like that. But um that was really helpful to make sure that we weren't missing each other on that wavelength, you know, to be able to, to connect in that way. It's so easy Mm -hmm. to put that on the back burner, especially when you have a million other things on your mind, other Mm -hmm. people are depending on you and all these different things. It's just, it's really easy to let it slip through, through the cracks. So that's a good way to make sure that it doesn't happen. Yeah, I agree. And then you also said a massage, which oh yeah, it gives me a lot of anxiety because I'm not a physical person. But I do think that Ryan appreciates when I like scratch his back and like rub his back or whatever, like just like low key, like it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like mm-hmm. a, like you have the oil and you're like right, right, the right, candles, yeah, yeah. like I'm, maybe that's your thing, homie. But I mean, I know people who do that, like <laughs> sure. I don't know that it does. It feels like a lot of work to me to like, to like have Jed like do a massage on me. Yeah. I don't think like me giving him a massage would be like super like overwhelming, but all I'm thinking is like, I have to sit there and not be sleeping. Right. And I have to be relaxed. I feel like I wouldn't be able to do that. I don't know. It would have to be in extreme circumstances and right. like they really have to know what they're doing I you know yeah because sometimes if ryan will rub my shoulders i'm like ow 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 this <laughs> is just painful so that's why i'll just like tell him exactly what i want but <laughs> if you want to do that if you're interested in doing that i'm sure there's like youtube videos on like how to massage properly correct without hurting somebody without like rubbing their bone or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like <that. laughs> or using your knuckles yeah 
I don't know. Look into it. That might be a good idea if if your if your spouse receives love, or even if your top one is physical touch. Yeah. Then maybe consider like putting putting that into your your, your repertoire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're such musicians. Anything anything is repertoire for me. I was gonna say um in your toolbox ar- ar- artillery in your arsenal arsenal. I said artillery. <laughs> I said repertoire, like this is like a songbook. <laughs> anyway, you guys. Okay, words of affirmation. Say. Words of affirmation. Wait, for, wait, did we say holding hands? Yeah, you said that first. That was literally the first thing you said. JK, okay. <laughs> okay. Words, anyway. of, words of affirmation. So if somebody you in your life receives words of affirmation deeply as love, then I would consider writing thoughtful texts um, writing letters to them that has nothing to do with a holiday or a birthday, just like a nice, thoughtful letter, especially if you have a long distance friend that you primarily, um, your friendship, your friendship is primarily like on the internet or mm-hmm. like over text, like writing a letter is like so, so precious. Um, this is a hint to all my long distance friends, you know who you are. And then <laughs> I'm just kidding. And then holiday and birthday cards. So my thought with this, I have somebody in my life who he would much rather have a nice written card than the actual gift. He could care less about the gift. That's so funny. And he's 13. <laughs> and he he's that's like his thing. Like he That's really sweet. And it, he and he listens to our podcast cuz he loves listening to us. So Hi. if he if he made it past the sex um stuff <laughs> screaming and turning it off no he will be screaming but he won't turn it off wow okay (laughs) he you he uh, he loves he will read it out loud he'll read it over and over and over again so anytime it's his birthday or it's the holidays i make sure whatever gift i give him i make sure that i'm writing a nice long thoughtful letter and he just loves that and i think that there are so many people in our lives that do and they just don't really say it but i'm let's pay attention to those things like if you ever write a thoughtful note and that person is like wow that really made my day then let's keep that in our pocket for later because yeah, um, that may be one of their top yeah top and sometimes especially with my long distance friends that i don't get to see a lot just sending them a text like, I'm thinking about you. I love you. I'm praying for you. Like, whenever you get a chance, let's catch up on a phone call. Like, mm. those those things are really precious, especially if you don't get to talk to your friends that much. Yeah. Um, telling people out loud that you are proud of them and that you appreciate them for specific things. Did you just say telling them out loud? Yeah, telling them out loud and not just like sending them a text like, I'm proud of you. I love you. Like Oh, like, okay, saying it to like them like in phys- person. Y- in person or over the phone or whatever like hearing somebody saying i'm proud of you is so special especially if they receive words of affirmation because that's my second top receiving love with friends Mm. um and then giving compliments not empty compliments like really really detailed specific yeah specific compliments i said condiments (laughs) (laughs) i said giving specific condiments Ketchup like, and mustard, mustard and, and or relish. Dijon. Dijon. Do you like spicy brown mustard? <laughs> I hate myself. But like, for example, if somebody tells me you look really nice, I say, "Oh, thank you." But if somebody you're like, said, "Okay, what about me is nice?" Yeah. Like, but if somebody says, general, "Girl, your hair is popping today," I'm like, "Yes, queen, let's go." <laughs> that 
makes me feel so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So being very specific with our compliments. That um, is key. Super key. So what about for husbands? What do you have to say about that? Okay, so for our spouses, for words of affirmation, um, we came up with, again, expressing gratitude for specific things. Mm -hmm. So like saying, even like for... The things that maybe you kind of just expect for them to do already. Yeah, it's their duty to do it. <laughs> like normal chores and responsibilities that they take care of, like uh, around the house during the day, no matter what it is, you have your honey-do list. Um, saying thank you for those specific, even small things. I'm sure like those things add up really quickly. Yeah. So don't just be like, oh, thank you. Like just, oh, thanks for helping. Like right. thank you for taking out the trash for me today thank mm -hmm. you for getting my coffee for me this morning like stuff like that like be specific about it yeah and that also goes again like for the giving the compliments um as well like being specific about what you're complimenting is really important too yeah and then also like sending them i miss you texts when they're away from you i know like that's something that i really love receiving mm -hmm. um from jed like if he's at work and like text me that you know he misses me and i know he appreciates you know, the same. And again, if you don't do things like that often, like throwing it in there can be a nice surprise yeah. for your spouse. Yeah, so. I agree. Okay, let's get into acts of service. So, and again, this is my top thing with my spouse, but um, with family and friends, um, things that we thought of are care packages when they're sick. If you know that somebody in town or close to you is suffering with an illness or so, especially a lot of people that are, are getting covid they cannot even leave their house. And so mm. they heavily rely on people helping them. Yeah. And I know when we were recently sick, um, I can't remember when it was. It was like December or whatever. We had our uh, our neighbors across from us helped us so yeah. much. Mm -hmm. And so, and we return the favor with them. Like we help each other when we know the other family is sick, even if it's just going to the grocery store, dropping it off the door. Yeah. Like those things are so special. And that is a they way so much. of giving Christian hospitality to somebody. Um, also, like Marcella said earlier in our episode, feeding somebody. And that means within a, it could be with a home cooked meal or ordering food. So if I'm at Starbucks and I know I'm going to see my mom, I'll call her and be like, hey, like, do you want something from Starbucks? And yes, it's an extra four dollars or whatever. But it really blessed her morning to be able to do that. You know what I mean? So mm. to think of others when we're cooking or because Ryan and I are just two people, when I bake things, I share it with the whole family and I'm like bringing some to you and Jed, bringing yeah. some to my parents. We always get a little a sampler. Yeah, because I mean, we can't eat it <laughs> all goods, because it's just right. two of us and then we'll get sick of it if we keep eating it every day. And so sharing it with our loved ones can be a way of showing love. Um, also a big one that I know I have been blessed to be able to do this for many of my friends and my sister is watching your kids. Yes. Like that is not, I think that that's an act of service, but that is like a sacrifice to be, especially if you're a busy person and you're sacrificing your own time and you're not receiving anything in return for watching somebody's child, even if it's just for a short amount of time, like that really blesses a mother. It really, mm -hmm. really does. Yeah. So if you have the opportunity, like say you don't have children right now or you're single or you, or you have a small family and you, you have room to have other people's kids around, like being able to offer that, that to our friends and family can really bless them and show yes. them a lot of love because yeah. 
And it's not, and I think that there's something beautiful about uh, having community like that, where you're able to rely on each other in, in those instances, because then like, finding babysitters and childcare is very hard and very expensive. Yes. And also like many mothers like feel like they shouldn't or that like they don't, they, they're not worth having that time for themselves. Yeah. Or to there's go out a lot of, there's a lot of guilt that can yeah. come along with like, well, I, why would I have to ask? I can't believe somebody, I have to pay somebody to watch my right. child. You know what I mean? Yeah, Those yeah, sort yeah. of things. I feel like we can really let go of a lot of that. If we have people in our lives that we love and trust that are already offering their services to us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. being that kind of person for your friends and family that have small children, can just be a huge, huge blessing to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and also um, helping with a chore, like helping if you know that somebody has a doctor's appointment and they just want somebody to sit in the car with with them while they're going or there's just so many things that make it so much easier to spend time with other people. Right. Or I know that um, there was one instance with like you guys moving, like you guys needed to clean your house and I know that Ryan and I, because we do, we did have the time that day, we were able to go and help you clean your house um, before you moved. And like, mm-hmm. that is a way that we can show love to one another is yeah. to like get our hands dirty, like yeah. literally mm-hmm. get your hands dirty and being there for one another and helping with dirty things and with cleaning and just things that really are a burden on people and being able to be there for them and help them. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll add on to a couple of things that you said, but I think also like you were saying, like getting your hands dirty, like if you know there's somebody in that you're close to in your life, you know, you don't want to overstep any boundaries with anybody, but if you know that there's somebody that would be willing to take your help who's like maybe going through a depressive episode yes. and maybe their house is just mm. in complete shambles That's and they great. cannot bring themselves. Yes. Like sometimes you just, when you're going through that, you just can't. Yeah. You literally physically cannot. It is impossible. Yeah. Going in and doing it for them so that they at least have somewhat of a reset. Mm-hmm. At least they're living somewhere where it's clean and sanitary. Totally. Um, I feel like that's such a huge thing that we overlook a lot with like people who are struggling with their mental health. And then yes. I will also say with everything that you mentioned, like for family and friends, I think it's a little bit different for um for like spouses because I feel like there's a little bit more communication mm-hmm. back and forth that needs to happen. Like this is what I need from you sort of a thing. Like we're more, I feel like we're more expected like in a marriage to be it's, more it's a duty. Front. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to family and friends, I would say when it comes to like acts of service, don't wait for them to ask. Totally. Like, like tell them like when you're talking about watching somebody's kids, like if you know there's somebody who has young children that maybe they need a break to go get things done or have some time to themselves, text them and be like, hey, next week I'm free on this day, this day, this day, or whatever at these times. Can I take your kids for a couple of hours? It doesn't need to be for the whole day, yeah. like just for a yeah. little bit. And if you're only willing, like if you're saying like, I have an hour, like sometimes I'll do that with you where you'll you'll tell me like, oh, like it's been a rough morning or whatever with Seth. And I'll say like, hey, do you want to come drop him off for just a half an hour? Like that's all I have, but let me help you for that half an hour. Like, and being, if we're clear as somebody that wants to give that that yes. act of service then that way like we're setting boundaries for ourselves, but then we're also still like offering we're still help. offering at any amount of time to be able to um get the burden off of that person even just for a short amount of time yeah you know? so i feel like reaching out to your friends and family yeah is 
really important because you can't always expect people to right to know how to ask and who to ask for what because again mm-hmm. it's a lot of like i don't know you know first of all usually people don't even think you know i don't need help with any of this or maybe <laughs> i do need help but like i just would rather do it myself or like i feel weird asking other people for help but if somebody offers it to them i feel like people are way more likely to take mm-hmm. to take that offer so that it's just something to consider when it comes to acts of service specifically i agree um don't wait for somebody to ask you for it right i agree that's awesome offer it instead um okay so for acts of service for our spouses um we came up with cooking or buying their favorite foods i think this kind of went along we were talking about um receiving gifts Mm -hmm. right um kind of i feel like with with husbands like if if you are a primary cook in your home you're like well duh i cook for them every day like how is that you know but, <laughs> but something like, they really or asking love. them like i know when i ask ryan like sweetie like what what is a dinner that you would really love for oh, me same. to cook this week and yeah he'll like sometimes he'll be like i don't really care i'm like okay cool but sometimes he'll say i've been really craving like wings and i'll be like okay then i'll add it like adding that to the meal plan for the week and letting them look for and telling them like hey guess what like i'm gonna make this on this date it makes them so so happy yeah to look forward to i know like also people who have who have young children they also they have like a day in the week with like okay it's dad's favorite meal that's Mm -hmm. what we're having for dinner and then maybe a couple nights later we're having what the kids requested for that one meal i really like like that that might be a good idea um to do with your family and then also doing some of the chores around the house that they typically take care of so like i know for jed like he usually takes out the trash he like you know he does some of that stuff so sometimes i'll i'll kind of do it i'll take care of it for him and then you know he comes home and he's like oh cool i don't yeah it's <laughs> I don't one less thing to they have to it. worry about yeah which is you know just one less thing for him to do on his list and then also like taking care of admin paperwork scheduling appointments running errands that they normally have to um that can also be really helpful like sometimes yeah. if, if there's like maybe insurance stuff or like you know like oh that really annoying like yeah paperwork that you adulting you have to do it and maybe you know it's been on your spouse's mind and maybe you know they have to go print something or mail something i I think maybe asking them first if it's something a little bit more specific like hey is this something that i can do for you because sometimes it's stuff they have to do themselves right specifically but i think you know if you're aware of what's going on in their day you guys are communicating with each other and then like asking is there anything on this list i can take off of your plate that I can do for you, I think that would probably be really helpful. Because I know I hate doing the forms paperwork stuff mm-hmm. is so annoying. Yeah, Going to tedious. the mail, <laughs> to the post office, mailing stuff. Oh, I totally I agree. <laughs> cannot stand doing that. So whenever Jed can do it, I'm like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So finding ways to do stuff like that is would be really great too. Okay, cool. So let's go into quality time. So with family and friends, 
um scheduling a phone call for long distance friends and even if that means like you send that quick i miss you text like let's get together on the phone and making sure that it's uninterrupted you're not like sometimes sometimes i'll be good doing housework while i'm on the phone with friends but sometimes i want to sit with my coffee and like have my notebook and write down their needs that they're telling me that they need prayer for mm-hmm. so being able to be have intentional phone calls with people that you don't you're not locally around right um it can really keep the friendship going and rich and also for somebody that loves quality time that's a great idea um as well as scheduling time to to catch up and hang out with local friends and i want to emphasize that i'm saying scheduling for both because as an adult it's not really as tangible as it was when we were younger to be like hey what are you doing right now like let's right. go do like like on no, the fly literally no, i can never do that yeah. never <laughs> so i'm so sorry if you've ever tried to do that with me and i've said let's do next week <laughs> because uh, let's not <laughs> yeah because i usually if somebody's like what are you doing today or what are you doing tomorrow i'm like you know what i i always am very intentional with my schedule so i would love to schedule time with you next week and like not putting it off but saying like i can't do it right now but let's plan for next week what day are you available you know what i mean and then you it's you're more likely to be able to give them more of your time because it's not so last minute and you're like in a crunch totally because you have to go and do other things and some days you know some days i am more flexible so if somebody calls me the day before and they're like hey like what are you doing tomorrow i'll be like you know what actually i think i do have time to hang out then those things can be really special but like on the normal majority that's not the majority for me so and 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 also i don't want to be in a frantic panic trying to figure out how i can hang out with somebody i want to be able to be present and prepare for it and pray for them totally and be totally mentally there for them and yeah. not all over the place mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah that's a good point point. and also when you are around people not being distracted or on your phone oh that is such a pet peeve of mine it is for me too and i think it's more of a pet peeve when we like in te- like sometimes if we're all just like hey like what are you doing let's let's go over to your house that's kind of different different but if we're like at the dinner table or if we we're like we're having game night this day marcel and i are always always like we have a strict rule i have a phone (laughs) basket everybody must put their phones in the basket before we have dinner or whatever yeah and even when we're with our family like we try to we even will scold our our dad or somebody like hey get off your phone (laughs) like our dad is a facebook addict (laughs) He really is. Sorry, Dad. You're probably listening, but maybe he stopped listening after we said the word sex. So, <laughs> so bye. Anyway, but yeah. So I feel like too, if we're if we're on our phone, that's not really it's not really communicating that we're mentally there for them. And sometimes if I have to be on my phone, like if a student is trying to get a hold of me, or if there's like an urgent matter. I will, sure you tell them. I will always <laughs> like, tell I'm them. I'm so sorry. I'll this say, excuse really me, urgent. I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, let me take care of this really quick. Yeah. And then my phone is flipped back over and I'm not looking at it the rest of the time. Yeah. And turning your ringer off. Yes. Well, I feel like who has their ringer on these days? Jed, at full blast. Stop. 24-7. Even at night. What? Yeah. So The actual sound yes. of a ringer? Yes. That gives me anxiety. Like the phone like system? Yeah. Wow. So if he gets notifications in the middle of the night, oh, I hear all of it. But he doesn't. He snores right through it. Not me. Because I'm a light sleeper. Anyway, I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> I'll pray for you. <laughs> but also running errands or shopping. I think I was saying earlier that that is a really big deal yes. for me. Like, yeah, it 
especially if it's errands that you don't really enjoy doing, like having somebody with you is just, it makes it go so much, go by so much better. And even I remember a couple of weeks ago, I needed to get some new um, kitchen items like pots and pans and ours were falling apart. And I had thought of my friend because she was saying that she really needed some new home decor items. So I was like, you know what? That would be so nice just to like go to different stores together and get the stuff checked off of our to-do list. And so we went, we went together on a Saturday and she had her baby with her and and she wore her baby and we just, we went shopping and we got so much stuff done and we were able to be like, like, wow, we were productive, but we still were able to spend quality time and have like small conversations and, and, um, catch up with each other. So I feel like those things are really special. So if you're ever like, Hey, like I, I need to run these errands, but uh, I've been kind of putting it off. Like throwing a girlfriend in the mix really helps the process. Yeah, totally. And then if you ask them like, hey, like I'm going to like, if you're going to the grocery store, be like, hey, like, do you need anything? Like, do you want to come with me? Then sometimes they're like, yeah, you know what? I've been putting sometimes that off Sometimes we too. do that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll be like, hey, I'm going to Whole Weedery. You want to go? Sure, let's go. Okay, let's do it. And then we get... Wait, stuff man, I need to list. go to the whole weedery today. I haven't gone in a long time. I need to go because there's the, these very specific tortillas that I can only get from whole weedery. <laughs> the cassava ones? Or no? I've been trying the almond ones lately and they are actually better texture because the cassava ones, when I when I cook them, they tend to fall apart really easily. Oh, they're like crumbly? Of, yeah, the nature of the flour. But anyway, that's wow. besides the point. So, Marcella, can you start talking about husbands and quality time? Yeah. So, um, first thing we came up with was prioritizing date nights. And I've said this in the past in one of our episodes. Jen and I are absolutely horrible (laughs) at doing this. I think because you kind of get into a rut of, like, I see this person every day. And, like, sometimes at night we kind of hang out. But I, I like kind of I talked to Jed about it like a little while ago and I was like, I want like intentional, like scheduled time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's something I can look forward to. Yeah. Like at the end of the week or something like that. Instead of it just being like, Well, we're we're hanging out because we're the only ones here. Who else are <laughs> we gonna hang out with? But unless like he goes to like do something on his own or whatever. So it's easy for that to slip through the cracks, especially if you, you know, you're seeing each other every day and you're like, well, we see each other every day. Like, isn't that it's different? Isn't that quality time? It's like, different. no, it's not. Yeah. Um, so prioritizing date night, having something scheduled, have somebody look after the kids, or if not, do what you can, bring the kids with you, ignore yeah. them. I don't know if you can. <laughs> Or after they, if, if they go to bed at a certain time, like do day doing night at it. home. Yeah. Do day night. Honestly, Ryan and I, the most sustainable thing that we've ever done, and we don't have children yet, but the most sustainable thing that we've ever done for our marriage is doing a date night at home every single week. Mm. We plan the day and it's really low key. And, and because it's at home, it's flexible. So like right. if I'm really tired that day. We can make it super low key. You know Watch what I mean? Movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it it doesn't need to be this like elaborate date. Like it, it as long as you are prioritizing time together where you're talking to each other, you're spending time together. Yeah. That's a date. <laughs> you know? Wherever you can fit it in, yeah. try to. I know it's hard if you have children. Um if you don't have somebody that, you know, you trust to watch your kids, try to get plugged into a community so yes. that you can you do have people around you that you can call like, hey, totally. And maybe not like at the last minute, <laughs> but like tr- something, like I said, more planned ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Hey, next week, is there any way you can watch my kids on this day or whatever? 
that is a really good time to get a, a scheduled date night with your spouse. And then also finding hobbies or interests that you can do together. So yeah, especially if you see that your spouse really has an interest in something, loving the things that they love is like such a big thing. Like yeah. I see a lot of women that struggle with their husbands playing a lot of video games. And I understand that. Um, but also I'm like, what are you doing when he's on his video games? Like, are you doing your own thing or are you sitting with him? Are you engaged with him? Are you, di- or are you taking up the hobby too? And be like, you know what? I think I'll try it. You know I what I mean? I think it depends on the situation. I know like for some guys, it's like, they just want to do it by themselves it's like their right. own like alone time right again that's something you have to communicate with them and like and have a discussion yeah, and what yeah. the expectations are how long if it is something they want to do by themselves right and you feel like you're missing out on a lot of quality time and that's mm-hmm. a way that you receive love maybe having a conversation it, it doesn't have to be video games it could be anything totally yeah and and telling them like hey is there any way we can like have some kind of boundary or something time limit yes yeah. where after this certain amount of time, you know, we reconnect or whatever, what yeah. with whatever we end up choosing to do. Yeah. But yeah, finding like hobbies and interests, stuff that you really enjoy doing together is mm-hmm. all is always super great. And you never know, like you may find out that you're re- you're really good at something that maybe you would have never considered trying yeah. before that's something your husband really enjoys doing. So that's a really good way to sneak in some more quality time. Also, running errands and shopping. One of my favorite things to do with Jed is to run errands. And that's because usually when we run errands together, we have Seth with us and we don't have time to like talk or like joke around or have fun or whatever. It's just like, okay, we're running the errands and we're doing da 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 da. So sometimes when we have time like to run errands is like a date night, <laughs> which sounds totally lame. <laughs> it's not lame. No, I think it's it's fun. Like it's you're spending time together. Whatever. Yeah, but it's and and he even expressed me. He was like, wow, it's that's like one of my favorite things to do with you, too. And I was like, cool. OK, that's something. It, yeah, that's something we can put on our list. Like that's just like it's like a fail safe yeah. thing to do like if we don't know what to schedule like well we can run our errands this day see if somebody can watch Seth after he goes to bed or something like that um also reading the bible together and praying together I mean that's something that should be in our weekly daily totally routine already and also going on a getaway or a weekend trip yes is I don't know how it doesn't have to be all the time but no at least having something to look forward every to every once in a while yes. and it doesn't have to be like you don't have to go far. No. Like Could go be a like staycation. maybe like a uh, or even just like a couple hours yeah. out of town. Like be far away enough for it to feel like a vacation, you know, but don't feel like you have to spend tons of money. And we do have a um vacationing on a budget episode that we'll probably link in the show notes. Yes. So you can check that out. Um is that what it's called? Yeah, how to vacation on a budget. Okay. That was yeah. a really fun one. And I think it has a lot of practical steps on how we can um do getaways or yes or even just a quick overnighter like it doesn't have to be crazy like i feel like some people are all or nothing they're like we're either gone for two weeks right and we're, <laughs> we're across either the country. going out of the country <laughs> or we're staying yeah. home i feel like it really is it really adds it refreshes our marriage whenever we're away together oh absolutely it totally refreshes it yeah and it just 
just being in a different place, especially because a lot of people are working from home, and that's Ryan and I. You see a change of pace. We just need a change of scenery. We just need something different and to reconnect together and eat at different places. And it it can be so, so affordable, and it doesn't have to be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Cool. So, um, yeah, so we, we do have that episode which has a, a lot of really good information we also have i forgot to mention a date night ideas yes. or a date ideas episode that we'll probably link as well if you guys are stuck in a rut and you are in that like well we spend time with each other every day or yeah. whatever like the there's a lot of good ideas in and that a lot one of too. a lot of states are in are opening a lot more now so the the things that you're able to do now are probably a lot better than what you were able to do a couple months ago yeah yeah, yeah totally <laughs> yeah Okay, cool. So receiving gifts, our last love language to talk about today with family and friends. Um, and I I honestly want to do an entire episode about gifts because I feel like there's so much personal or emotional baggage that comes with a lot of gift giving. And it's like really almost like political. Like I can't even explain it. I have a lot of thoughts. But on the positive side, taking notice when somebody says that they need or want something and then getting that for them when the time comes. It could come, it doesn't even have to be for a birthday or a holiday. It could be something that you know that they need. And if you have some extra money in your budget, mm. being able to bless them with that, that is like such an awesome thing to do. Yeah. Or keeping like a list like I know on my phone I kind of keep a list of like things that I know that people have said to me that they really want Mm -hmm. and so when their birthday or the holiday comes around I'm like ready I have I have that in my arsenal let's say the right word not artillery (laughs) I have it in my arsenal like ready to go yeah and Mm -hmm. then or I'm like or okay I think I've talked about it before I maybe it was with um when we interviewed our grandma um my grandma would always she's always thinking about somebody when she's shopping. She's always thinking about somebody. She's always been like that. So when she's shopping for herself, she like thinks of us and she's like, wow, that is like her style, her taste. I wonder if she would like it. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, just regular errands. Yeah. Like she's just going to the store to buy some jeans for herself. Yeah. And she like comes back with like clothes for five different people. (laughs) And it's intentional. And then yes. what I really like about her too. And it's stuff that they would actually yes, wear and stuff that totally. they like. And it's in their taste and style. Like And she always saying. emphasizes like if you don't want it or need it and if or if it doesn't fit, like I'll take it back. Like she's there's no baggage with it, which I really appreciate because what there's what, no pressure. Things that come with pressure or obligation, like it gives me a lot of anxiety. That's, so yeah. I mm-hmm. I really strive to do that as well, to be thinking of others when we're when we're shopping and remembering their needs. Um buying gifts intentionally instead of obligation, like I said, and also bringing back souvenirs or gifts from trips. So I have a friend that anytime she goes on a trip, she brings me a little something and it's always something that I could use or need, but it's like something as a token, like she was thinking of me while she was on this big trip. And that really, I'm always excited. And every time she comes, she like texts me. She's like, I can't wait to give you your gift. And that, that I think her primary love, love, love language is giving gifts mm. because it brings her so much joy to give to other people. So when I, she gets that gratification, like when she knows that she intentionally bought me i think the last time she went 
to Hawaii and she brought me back these beautiful bamboo straws that mm. are like so up my alley, so my speed. And I even mentioned to her a couple months ago that I needed to get new straws and they had like little Hawaiian palm trees on them. And so it was cute. so special. And I'm like, oh, I wish that I can be like that. I'm a little bit more frantic when I'm shopping for souvenirs for people. And when we buy <laughs> souvenirs, it shouldn't just be some cheapy like thing that says the name of the place like sometimes it can just be like oh i was like looking at this thrift store and i found this piece for you and i really thought of you like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to have like it doesn't have to be a souvenir it can just be that you were on your Anything. trip and you thought yeah. of them mm-hmm. i think that that's really special yeah okay um okay so now going into um receiving gifts for spouses um don't wait for a special occasion yes or like a birthday like if you know your spouse that's their primary love language is receiving gifts or it's it's pretty far up there or even if it's not i mean they probably still would appreciate it totally um random gifts are are pretty awesome especially if that is high up on their list um of love languages and um instead of like you know oh they have I'm giving them their gift for their birthday and then, oh, another one for for Christmas or whatever. I think like even like small things like you were at the store mm-hmm. and you got them a bag of hot Cheetos yeah. and you brought it home. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be expensive, like no. just small things, again, to show that you were thinking about them um, and like food, drinks, snacks. I love when Jed like comes home with starbucks randomly or like jamba juice he'll bring me jamba juice sometimes or like he'll text me and be like hey i'm gonna go get boba like what do you want mm-hmm. i'm like oh cool <laughs> yeah that's and awesome. it's like it's a nice it's a nice thing to kind of break up your day it's it's something um that's you know out of the ordinary if you're not able to go out and like get the things yourself you're like man that sounds really good Mm -hmm. if you're if your spouse is saying also saying things like man i'm really craving like you were saying like if ryan's saying i'm really craving this for dinner or whatever taking note of that yeah and Mm -hmm. even if it's not if if it's something small like snacks and stuff like that that's always really great also don't give them gifts that are need ordinary so what you put so i meant so when i meant what i meant by that is like don't give them the okay so okay for example and i feel like this could be a temptation for all of us wives let's say we know that they've have like all their undershirts have holes in them and we're like oh i'm gonna buy them a new pack of undershirts because i know they need it and i'm sick of seeing their holy shirts and i'm gonna wrap it up and give it to them as a gift that's not a gift it's not a gift (laughs) Like, it's not just like a necessary item or or even is it necessary is it still functional like do they really need it like asking them what do you think about this you know what i mean so i feel like those are not necessarily that's not going to necessarily show them as much love as giving them things that they would really want or desire you know what i mean i feel like there's a lot what Oh, the sonic boom. weird. We had a sonic boom that happens sometimes in the Antelope Valley because we live next to um, an Air Force base and like a bunch of aerospace things. There's like these really unexplained out of the ordinary. But some, they also say, and it's happened before, if there's like a huge boom, sometimes it means there's an earthquake coming like within seconds. So you never know Bracing which one yourselves. it is, like especially because you, if you live in the <laughs> AV it's like, okay, it's either a plane yeah. <laughs> just, or a jet or a just bomb. went over, <laughs> over us or I got to get into a doorway like yeah. right now. 
so you kind of just wait like all right are things gonna start shaking anyway so anyway. That's, that's what i mean by not necessarily need. giving them like need-based things and saying why did you that put it's ordinary that's why i was confused like ordinary everyday things i don't okay. know like i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna get toothpaste for ryan and, be and like, call it a I gift gave you something <laughs> It's like no, it, right, right, right. It is my duty to make sure that he's brushing his teeth with toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has to be, yeah, something more special. Maybe something that they've been saying that they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that's not need based. Yeah, and then also um, budgeting. If you do, if you guys have like allowances in your budget, like for each of you, maybe using some of the money in your own allowance to buy things for your spouse mm-hmm. that would make them feel really loved as well so yeah using your own money to be able to to get something for them would be really great anyway so i think that's that pretty much wraps it up yeah and we would love to hear your guys's ideas in um on the facebook group mm-hmm. um let us know like hey like this these are the things that we do for this love language and this is an idea that you guys didn't say we would love to hear your guys ideas and how you guys show love yeah totally um Okay, so let's take a quick break and we'll come back with this week's homemaking fail. Marcella, guess what? What? Last night, I made our dinner entirely out of incredible food that could have been thrown out as waste and headed to the landfill. No way. How? Imperfect Foods. Imperfect Foods is a weekly grocery delivery service on a mission to build a better, less wasteful food system. They offer a full lineup of sustainable, affordable groceries that make the weekly chore of grocery shopping an effortless and delightful experience. Imperfect Foods partners with food suppliers, farmers, and small businesses to ensure that delicious food goes into our pantries and instead of the landfill. I feel like you started that sentence really weird. I did. Anyway, you guys have got to try it. Get $20 off your first Imperfect Foods delivery by using our link at youngandwifeduppe.com. Get it. Okay, so this week's homemaking fail is from Virginia. And this one is a sad one and is also a part of my bread making anxiety. So after it's not it's this, not a gross like rotten milk one that we know. <laughs> it's more of like this was a huge bummer and also why I'm scared of making bread. Anyway, so Virginia says I made a beautiful smelling loaf of bread. I cut into a few pieces and they were al- they were delicious. They were delicious. I waited for my husband to get home so that he could try some and we were going to make grilled cheese sandwiches for dinner. He gets home and I slice one more piece for him to try and the whole rest of the bread was totally hollow, like one huge bubble inside of the loaf. Just the ends were thicker, so I didn't know until later. Oh my god. I would be so upset. The the, the labor, time the labor. invested mm. into making bread is one of the reasons why I like am very no. intimidated because it's such a long too. process. Yeah, and because it's so long, and because you don't know, like it's very likely it'll end up going badly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. do I want to put myself through that kind of pain? I don't know. But Virginia did, and um, I'm so sorry, Virginia. There was pain, and in the, the fact end. that she like had the satisfaction, like she had a few pieces, and I she know. was like, oh. "Okay, we're gonna make grilled cheese." I would and be then- heartbroken. Oh man. Okay, so I'm what? So sorry, what Virginia. I want to <laughs> know out of the story, Virginia, if you're listening, did you make it again, and did you figure out how to fix it? Yeah. And how how did you fix it? 
That's what I want to know. I also want to know as well. Okay. I'll use you as the guinea pig for my own bread making. So I don't make the same mistake that you did. I know. I literally, guys, Ryan like bought me a sourdough bread course on Udemy. Like I. Wow. That's intense. I have gone through all of the education necessary to make bread. You still want to do it? I'm terrified. I also, it's like a three-day process sometimes. No, you're right. I'm it's just insanely like, long. <gasps> and then who's going to feed my sourdough starter if I'm out of town? You know what I mean? Like, those sort of things really <laughs> stress me out. Are you planning on being out of town, like, randomly? I don't know. Just, like, if I'm ever gone, who's going to feed my starter? And then I've seen horror stories of starter going wrong. And I don't know. Anyway, all of that to say, I'm so sorry, Virginia. Please tell us how you fixed it. and Or if you never made bread again, Let I would not blame you. Let us know in the Facebook you. group. Yes. <laughs> all right, guys. We'll talk to you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.